Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling for the heavyweight championship of the world. Are you ready? Wrestling fans, are you ready? For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, from the capital city of the United States of America, Washington, D.C., ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! I thought this week was, for me as a fan um, of the Panthers, a very terrible week we won I, I mean this is this is the worst thing that could happen <laughs> i was so pissed and i mean herbert let me down i think i jinxed myself i put out a post like come on herbert you know yeah like, he, do he didn't play me. i mean he had 300 some odd yards again and a touchdown but he didn't he didn't pick pick apart the defense like thought he would i mean yeah Eckler, their first drive down the field, Eckler just dominated, and then they went then went off game script for some reason. Like they were pounding him with Eckler and his little runs, and then the run or the the just little dump off passes to him, mm-hmm. and they put Joshua Kelly in there, which I understand that's what they've done all year, but he did he clearly wasn't as effective. Then had the fumble, and then from there it was just like they just stopped going to Eckler. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, it's not, and even like when I was looking on like Twitter, trying to get what like the fans' perspective of Herbert was, everyone said we've got a stud here. Like this is this is our guy. Like sorry, Tyrod, but this is the guy. And they were saying this even after during the game, after the game, it was clear that what they were upset about was the play calling and the coaching. They're like, we need to keep him and get rid of everybody else. In the front office, keep the players, get rid of the coaches because they're holding them back, and that's what I thought. I mean, he had three hundred yards, and they didn't even let him go off. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Like, and yet I thought I the interception that, was bad and definitely hurt the game. But it, it, but it's also one of the, it's it's a first year first year player for second career game ever. Um, long, and they're a lateral away from winning that game. They, they almost pulled the Boise State hook and ladder. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, that was on Keenan Allen, man, because that was set up. I mean, Eckler had a perfect, and I mean perfect line to the end zone. Everybody running opposite direction, and Keenan missed the lateral. Like, yeah, he, I think he was just so excited. He was he moved too quick because you notice he he like he started to try to throw it before he even landed. Yeah, like he caught it, and it wasn't like a catch, and it was like a catch, and almost like a a soccer throw. Even if he had like stopped and taken his time, he only had ten yards to go, and everyone was out of position. And Eckler is a strong man. Like I said, he would have got it. He was still got it. Yeah, he I was got like, it. Fuck, <laughs> we get a win. Damn it. <laughs> 
And then, you know, the Jets and Giants. Giants looked, what a terrible game. You're playing against uh, a peewee team of roster in the 49ers, and they just smoke you. I didn't even look at the stats for the game because I was like, there's really, I don't, there's no point. Like, I don't know what they're doing, but they're not doing it well. My only hope is that the GM's still going to be there, and he he's stubborn, and I don't see him giving up on Daniel Jones. No, because so I, mean, I don't fear him them signing a quarterback. But I like Daniel Jones because he, he makes good plays for the most part. He can read defense as well. He's got the scrambling ability, and he's got good legs and everything like that. They just don't have a line. And yeah. so it doesn't matter who you put behind the the line and behind the ball, and you've got the be- one of the best running backs in the league. If you have penetration every single down, and it's two to three yards worth of penetration every single down, you're not setting anybody up for success. And then that in turn rolls to the defense because they're on the field for 40 minutes. Yeah, it's... Uh- that's why I think, okay, I'm not worried about them getting a quarterback. They'll go and get Penn A. Sewell, the lineman out of Oregon, who I, I believe opted out this season. Yeah, you guys had, you, you have had four Everybody, players. Yeah. Four players already opt out. You've had the number one safety. That's mm-hmm. the number one safety prospect for you guys. He's opted out. Um, I'm giving the number division one. to uh, USC already. Just for the fact that you're having not, – not, it's not – like just randoms. You're having good people, the best people on in yeah. their position on your team, not yeah. play. We had, I mean, Penny Sewell was like, okay, maybe we can still, because we have a, our head coach was a lineman. We have great lineman coaches. Uh, I really wasn't worried about that. We, we've, we, we don't get like four stars or anything like that. He's used to, but we got a lot of good three stars. And that's what Oregon's always done is get three stars. Now we're starting to get four and five stars. It was the defense. We had, the number one secondary in the nation, and now maybe a top eighty. <laughs> yeah, no. So I mean, so I don't, we'll see what goes happens for you. I'm excited because Boise State will be coming back. Mountain West, they're actually going to start before the Pac-12. I know. I, I blew my mind. I think Pac-12 just doesn't want to start well, around Halloween. I think the big thing for the Pac-12 is California and how many teams they have in California and Colorado. Yeah. Mountain West, we've got Fresno State, San San Jose State, San Diego State. They're all in California, but they're smaller markets. And I don't think there's as big of a problem to get the local councils to approve that because they already did for different football teams and different sports and stuff like that. You go USC, which is LA, and one of the biggest universities in the state, it's a whole different sequence. Now, I think they should because... If, they, if you allow them to play, the coaches, the school can put the athletes in a bubble and keep them away from other people because it's it's, be, it's being done all around the nation. But then I also look at it as a lot of it has to deal with demographic and, unfortunately, political party. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that, too. So I don't want to say – like I, I hate bringing that into this, this podcast and all that, but it is going to directly affect the, the Pac-12 because – Everywhere else you see has come back out and said, we're playing, we're playing, we're playing. But then again... Yeah, I mean, they're just, you know... The fact that North Carolina is allowing teams to play 
and they were the first to ban stuff and they still have strict bans on stuff, but they're letting professionals and college play California. You need to follow suit Colorado. You need to follow suit. Yeah. I mean, we're still getting seven games, eight with a championship. Yeah. Well, actually it's, isn't everybody getting eight? So it's seven regular season yeah. games and then eight for everybody. Right. Like you get the championship and then who, if you're not playing in the pac 12 championship, everybody else is still playing that right. week as well. Cause they cannot. They're they're trying to make it to where some teams are four and four and can have a be eligible for bowls. Oh, so. God, the Ravens suck. But um, um, so you so but you say that and you say everything about the Panthers and how they win and you're just oh it was a horrible fan, horrible weekend for as a fan, and I'm looking here and the Lions we won a game and it's a game we weren't supposed to win. I mean, I didn't think that we talked about it earlier, and I thought you had a good shot. Oh yeah, for sure. But it was one of those things like you going into this, you, they knocked off a healthy 49ers before they got hurt. Um, they knocked off uh, the Washington football team. So, I mean, yes, it's one of those things where you're like, uh, okay, okay, okay. Maybe, maybe they can hang with them. But again, our defense, like it was like, oh, they just moved, moved down the field against us. But then he threw three interceptions. It's just not, it's, and that's something I guess we're taking with Kyle Murray because he has six on the year. Three of them came in our, in the game against us. But I mean, uh, Akuda, I mean, he flat out jumped a bo- jumped one. You had a tip pass, and then you had one where he just missed. Yeah. So you have all that stuff going through. So that takes points off the board. Every single one of them, they were in Lions territory when it occurred. Um, but yeah, kudos to our defense for to rising up when they needed to. Our offense. Um, Scored points on all but two possessions. So that's pretty good. Galladay made a whole yeah, lot he of difference. Great. He looked good even though he wasn't 100%. But just having him in the lineup. Yeah, you could see the difference. Opened stuff up because people weren't double and triple taming Marvin Jones. I mean, we opened up the, the game with a 17-yard pass play to Danny Amendola. And then right behind that was a 20-yard rush by AP. We got three points off of it. But that set the tone for everything. Um, we still got to work on our second half scoring because I still think we only scored nine points in the second half, which were horrendous. I think we're wanting, I think we're actually one of the top 10 teams in the league in scoring points in the first half, but we are almost dead last in the second half. So, yeah, but I one mean, and two, it was a good win, though. Yeah, one and two, we, we get the Saints now. Saints are coming off two bad losses, but I think the Saints actually that was their first game this year. They looked decent against the Packers, but it is the Packers, um, and it's a high-profile game. So we'll see. I feel like the Saints have the ability of playing down to a team, and they will probably play down to the Lions. Um, I think Michael Thomas will be back, um, but I think the Lions can learn at what they did bad against Green Bay and how Aaron Rodgers picked them apart and then translate that to how the Packers picked the Saints apart and say, okay, this is what we have to do on defense because this is what they're going to do. The Saints run, run a lot of crossing motions, uh, crossing routes, and everything like that, and they do a lot of short stuff. We're not going to get beat over the top. They don't really have anybody to beat us over the top with, but they're going to have a lot of stuff that goes side to side. I mean, Kamara, I don't see him. He'll be a big influence in the passing game, but not like he's been. I think Michael Thomas, he'll try to feed it early and often 
to get off the to start off the game. So I'm looking forward to the game. It's in New Orleans. I'm pretty sure. I think it is. I don't know. I think so. But uh, if we can, I'm expecting us to go one and three heading into our bye week. But if we could somehow sneak in at two and two, like I, I, I look back over our schedule, and even if we start one and three, we have a very good shot at going seven and nine, eight and eight, and then a couple of division games go our way. There, there's nine and seven, and playoffs, because nine and seven will, and will make the playoffs in the NFC this year. Yeah, well, especially with the expanded playoff too. I would like for the Panthers to lose the rest of their games. Yeah. Oh. This was one that I felt like it was like kind of a coin flip, anyways, when I was looking at the schedule. So. But that was with Tyrod. Right. Yeah. Dude. Fuck. Mark Andrews sucks. (laughs) He's dropped Um, everything tonight. Or did you just see him drop the touchdown? Yeah. Yeah. I saw that a couple minutes ago. Um. But um. Yeah. So you got that one. Did you hear what Dan Orlovsky said this, yeah. this morning? Or you you yeah. sent it to me, didn't you? Yeah, it was the... That I was on the, o and six, the 2008 0-16 Detroit Lions, and if we played the Jets right now, we would have went 16-0 or had 16 <laughs> wins. He, like, and if you read... Beat him every week. <laughs> yeah, he's like, beat him every week. And he's like, we were at least competitive in our own 16 games. They're not. They're just garbage, dude. Yeah. Um. So... A surprise for me was the Bills. Not that they won, but that they just they handled them pretty well the whole game. Now they started to let them come back, but I think that's because you just get you got comfortable being up by that much. Yeah, that happens a lot. Um, I mean, good for them. I, you know, I think they I still have they, to play the Patriots before I can take them seriously. Yeah, but I thought they gave the uh, they gave the the game away, and then I thought they could have folded right there, and for Josh Allen to come back and do it and get it, good. That was awesome, awesome to see Mountain West guy do well. Uh, I love Josh Allen. I mean, he had a day for sure, four touchdowns, passing, one touchdown rushing. So I mean, he had a, a game of games for the whole situation. Um, I will say, the touchdown should have never happened. I don't agree with the pass interference call that was called. I mean, they were hand fighting both of them. The offense initiated the contact, so I, d- I didn't agree with the pass interference. But there's a lot of people that don't agree with a lot of calls this year, so it is what it is. Um, the refs are rusty too, so yeah. Um, other than that, uh, I mean, the Raiders. I expected them to lose. They they fought hard, but I mean they're still just missing a few pieces. And I mean the the Patriots have just they the first game to come out they run it. Next game they show that they can throw it, and then this game just run it. They, I don't even, they didn't even care to pass it. And when they did, it was little dump offs. Um, yeah, just very impressed week by week by uh what they're capable of doing. But the team that I think right now and I, I put a bet on it today. Uh, now the Chiefs kind of got me worried here, rival. But the odds for it—I mean, they were heavily favored, like three point five to one. I took the Seahawks seven point five to one to win the Super Bowl. I mean, Russell Wilson is just having a hell of a year. They are, but I, if I can say anything, the Cowboys showed that that defense, and again, Cam Newton did it too. You can score on that defense, and. 
the Seahawks they're, have been on the right side of a couple of the shootouts. Still. It doesn't matter. I know, but like to come back. I mean, we oh, they, we already know they're going to make it into the playoffs because yeah, of the division. Yeah. The, so all they got to do is try and get chemistry. And I mean, that's all they need to worry about. Get chemistry, I guess, fight for a better position because they still can come out on like a two seed or a three seed. Uh, even though I think first seed is the only one that gets a bye this year. Yep. So there's seven teams each conference. The eight or seven through two will all play each other. One seed gets a bye, and that's the only bye. So, so I mean, I just think that by the time playoffs come, they should be healthy. And then, I mean, offensively, I mean, they're rolling. I mean, I. They make a few mistakes, but that's still some stuff that you expect out of Dak. I mean, Dak is not Russell Wilson, and nor should he be paid like that. But he's he's, he's got the weapons. He, I guarantee you, whether the Cowboys do it or he's on a new team next season, he's getting a payday, and it's and it's because of Kellen Moore. And actually, a lot of it has to do with the Cowboys defense. The fact that the Cowboys defense can't stop fucking turtles from crawling into an end zone right now. Um, that's why Dak is being able to go back out here and absolutely just make bombs and put up points, put up a lot of stuff. Yeah, you get graded by your wins and losses. And, I mean, he, he has far more wins than losses. His thing will be playoffs just like everybody else's. But Matt, perfect example, Matt Stafford. Been to two or three playoff games, never won one, has a big losing record. But Detroit Detroit kind of kicked off the restart of all the QB salaries, making him the highest paid QB in the league. Um, and that was after Matt Ryan got his payday. So it was one of those things like a team will go out there and spend on it. Now it just depends on what team is going to need a QB. Jets? Maybe uh, Jacksonville. I know. I just that's what I'm thinking. Like, all right, well, looking ahead, you know, I don't like I said, I don't think Giants are gonna draft a quarterback. Jets, I mean, do they give up on the guy or do they just say it's uh, the coaching? Even no, even with it. I mean, Darnold didn't look good at USC. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I agree. It's it's one of those things. I look at it and I look at USC quarterbacks and I don't think I'll have like they don't one. pan out. They, they don't. don't pan out. They don't, and then especially when they come out early. What is it, the last two that have come out early were Mark Sanchez, Sanchez and him, yeah, and him. And I mean, I only had one year playing. I'm not really. I should know more about Darnold, but uh, I just don't. Yeah, yeah I, I'm pretty sure he got thrust in. It like it because of an injury. Uh probably. I mean, they've they've kind of gotten through some stuff. Like J T. Daniels is. Georgia needs him. Oh, Georgia! <laughs> they, they, they got he got, got lucky. So Georgia, yeah. If Georgia does, he's going to be good there. The starter for Saturday. I thought he was. That's why I had money on Georgia, and then he didn't get cleared. Yeah, like, yeah right I mean, before the game, he, I was he like, was. Oh. He had been. He's cleared like COVID and all that stuff, and he'd been practicing, but he had been me- medically cleared by the physicians yet. So he, that freshman, you redshirt him now. Oh, you redshirt him. He didn't look good. Yeah. The, the walk-on that came in after him. Yeah, fine. Looked great. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Redshirt the, the freshman. Keep the walk-on. played a no-name SEC team the first game. Yeah. 
They're lucky. <laughs> God, if you had lost to Arkansas. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, but speaking, oh. All right, speaking of college, I think the biggest takeaway from this weekend is SEC, watch out for Mississippi State. Mike Leach. He now, go, wherever he goes, he he produces players and a winning team. They may not always win the division. I mean, Washington State, I don't think they ever won the back there. Lack of talent. But that's the thing is he took a team that was sub 500 for a decade or so and flipped it around and took it to a team that was three and four losses, consistent bowl games, and up until they would get towards the end of the year where they'd have Oregon – or USC at the very end of the year, sometimes Washington, um, they were going into that game either one loss or no losses, and they would contend. Yeah. Now he's, he's going to a place where he can actually pull people in Mississippi State and the SEC. Yeah, he's. I mean, Mississippi State does pull pretty good talent, and if they can't recruit well, then they typically get some good transfers. Um, Mike Leach is a brilliant coach. He will air raid the hell out of you. And KJ Costello was a good quarterback from Stanford. He just, you know, Stanford started to suck. So mm-hmm. he wanted you got out. that. And then, I mean, most people, if you weren't watching the game, you didn't realize, but Costello broke Dak's record. Yeah. For first game. Or yeah, actually, I, think, I, yeah. I don't even think it was first game, just for a best game period. Any for, game. Yeah, yeah, in Mississippi State history. And against LSU and either the top or close to the top of any uh, SEC game? Yeah, it was it was insane. I mean, LSU. I feel so bad for them because they're the defending champs and they're coming off a high. But I mean, they were talking about on, on the broadcast that this team was crippled. I mean, I think they listed close to seventeen players from the championship team that did not come back. What was yeah, that? I mean, and I think fourteen of them were actually. Like they've gone on to the NFL or something, and only and four of them opted out not to play. Yeah, them being ranked. I mean, yeah, they lost Jamar Chase. That's a big loss to them. Um, yeah, and then they're they're and then right before the game too, they're de- they're who people consider as the best cornerback uh, in the game. Him coming down with uh, the whatever sickness he had. And what the fuck are you doing? I'm just trying to set this mic up a little bit better. It's too low. Well, it looks like you're on the ground. Um, no, I'm sitting on a bench, and I'm, I got it on a little table. The table's too small. Or you're just uh, Yeah, I mean, I, I expected LSU to lose. I don't I don't have an okay season. It's just there's a lot of young people. They lost a lot to the COVID. Um, Alabama. To the COVID. Just, I love how just, you say that. <laughs> Alabama will just take over again. I'm now I'm pissed off at Alabama because if you ever bet on Alabama, they don't score the second half. They just don't. Their backups, for how great of talent they get, they never fucking score in the second half. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be the same thing for both Clemson and Bama this year. Um, and, just in bet that the aspect. Half. Yeah, in that aspect, just hey, bet your your over unders for the first half and leave it. <laughs> Now, and we'll talk about this Wednesday for Thursday's show, but they play Texas A&M, and A&M should not be ranked. Jimbo Fisher is a terrible fucking coach. Always has been. Just went there for the money. A&M gets 
five star and four star recruits, but they never fucking do anything. They're ticks. They're they're a And M. They shouldn't even be in the SEC. Now I would say something a little contradictory because I do like Jimbo as a coach, and I think no. it's pretty evident by what's happening in Florida State. Every, Jimbo is a scumbag. He may be a scumbag, but at least at Florida State, he knew how to win. He got better talent at Florida State. But not anymore because they're leaving for That's what I'm saying. Oregon. Like that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> Miami. He, he took good talent and he can get better talent now in the SEC at Texas AM, all that stuff. But like at Florida State, he coached talent to win games. And Florida State hasn't been able to do shit since he left. They can't even keep a coach for more than a year. <laughs> and I love it. I so, hate Florida State. I hate him so bad. Now, his last showing, I, I do got to say, Oregon put up a 50-burger on him. So, suck that, Jimbo. You got to stop living in the past, man. I, I just, you know, when I don't like somebody, I, I let it continuously be yeah, It festers unhealthily. Un- it's very unhealthy. Unhealthily? That, too. That is a weird word to say. Unhealthily. It sounds wrong, even when you're saying it. And it might be wrong. That's why I didn't say it. <laughs> I'll let you say it. Okay, that's fine. I, I don't even pronounce people's names. I just say coach and player because I mean, it just doesn't. I don't remember people's names. If you ever introduce yourself to me, I already forgot. Well, I have to like. You didn't forget my name because it, you were yelling it, and it was your own name. So, yeah, it's still. It was meeting you. It was weird, and it's still weird. I heard an interview. Uh, the other day, uh, uh, of the new Supreme Court justice, uh, she kept talking about her husband. Her husband's name is Jesse, and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I was trying to do some work, and I just kept like, "What is she? What is she talking about? Why is she saying my name?" It's it's so weird. That's like a name that isn't common, but it it kind of is. Like you know that there's Jessies out there, and you've heard it before, but you don't hear it a lot. Yeah, for sure. It's like, oh, that's not a unique name. It's just. Nobody uses that name. You're like, oh, okay, thanks. Um, I need this game to start scoring more points, but I'm still gonna win because yeah, they've TJ only scored three points in the third. So I told you, I I just didn't feel confident for the 27. Over yeah, I didn't 27 think 27 half. Yeah, I was gonna, I should have done the under 27. And at this point, it doesn't even look like the Chiefs will get the 10 and a half. Um, if the Ravens score here, I could see it. Because then it's only a seven-point game. But, I mean, that takes the fucking Ravens being able to score. Yes. Ooh, let me talk some more shit. <laughs> Down to the eight. All right. Um. All right. What was your... All right. I'll, I'll say my favorite stat line of the the weekend. Okay. And, I mean, this has been circulating on ESPN and everything, so I didn't, like, look it up. <laughs> I won't take credit for it, but it was really cool. Two catches, two yards, two touchdowns, Mike Evans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. I love that. And it probably wasn't even two yards. It was maybe like 0. .75. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he did. Like, that was great. But it's it's nice to know that Brady trusts him on the one-yard line, especially when they weren't able to run it in. I mean, he's a big body. You got to. And... It's not like like the first one, that little one that went straight down the line. 
and he got hit right there and he was able just to reach out. It's like, okay, perfect. We get that one. And then you had the lob one. Um, that's, I mean, that's just given he's going to win that one all the, all the time, but it's just funny. Cause I mean, the previous week he stretched it. So he, I think he's had a score in every single week so far. I think he's got four to- total touchdowns now. I have not been paying attention to uh, even when they play the Panthers, I didn't pay attention to him. Yeah. He's got, I haven't paid attention to any Panthers game. Here Sorry, Panthers. Here, here's Mike Evans stat line for the year. 10 catches, 108 yards total, four touchdowns. 40% of his catches are touchdowns. <laughs> it's efficient. He is very efficient. <laughs> All right. So two, we're, we're like flopping in between uh, NFL and NCAA. Sometimes it's just what comes up. Yeah, I uh, mean, it's, it, 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 we, we're in between them. It's fine. It's, it's all good. We don't have to explain anything. It's a recap of the weekend. Say Big 12. Don't even put him in the playoffs. Garbage. I don't even care if you expand the playoffs. They fucking suck. Oklahoma will probably improve, but that defense. Damn. To Kansas? Two, Kansas State? Two years in a row. Oh, and they lost God. in Norman this time. That's ugly. I mean, it looked like it was going to be a blowout. It oh, did. It started out. Oh, yeah, it looked like. And then they just. They, they, they pulled a Bama and a Clemson and just didn't score in the second half. But with their starters. <laughs> and they lost the game still. Like, it was unbelievable to watch that game. I couldn't believe it. So well, that was strong. Yeah. Uh, and then, even though Texas won, Texas is not back. Hell no. They, I mean, they, they lost in a, sh- or they barely won in a shootout to Texas Tech, and Texas Tech handed them the game. Yeah, they and were, I will say, I will watch the Texas Oklahoma game. Oh, one hand, the Red River rivalry is always fun, just because they hate each other and they smack everybody. So over under four thousand points, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll probably still take the over. I'll take the over in twelve overtimes. <laughs> there you go. Um, how many touchdowns to to each team score? Ten. Yeah. Uh, all right, and then going back to. NFL, I'm just looking at the, the score um, from week three. Are the Jags ready to give, them, give up on Minshew? No. but it I also, mean, how big of a part is DJ Chark of that? But offense? it does show that they need more pieces. That rhymed. <laughs> yeah, DJ Chark, uh, I didn't think it would hurt him that bad, but they got, they got embarrassed. He couldn't do anything. I thank you for giving the Dolphins a win. I will appreciate that. Well, you can't, well here's we the thing. Is they gave the Dolphins a win, and you guys decided to follow suit and just stay with them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I really wanted the Jags win because I know the Dolphins aren't going to go for a uh, a quarterback. Jags, I was hoping they'll win, and then it'll make Minshew look good, but that didn't happen. So that's disappointing. Uh, Falcons, you are at this point. I think it's the Jets. So, yeah, at Falcons fired Dan Quinn. They should have fired him last year. Yeah, don't even let if you if you blow the games like that. I'm not even letting you get on the team bus. It's at home. 
but you're not getting back in that locker room. I'm I'm gonna be down there and be like, look, I got a lot of respect for you for you taking us to the Super Bowl. Oh wait, but then you blew a twenty-eight to three. Get the fuck out of my stadium. Well, that's the thing is this is becoming a recurring theme under his regime. So I think it's him, and I definitely think the defensive coordinator have to go. Yeah, like your your game plan should not alter that much. If anything, if you're dominating a team in the first half. I mean, props to... And it's the Bears. Hey, no. Them bringing in Nick Foles. Nick Foles, and this is the thing, is you should know going in when you're playing the Bears that you have to prep for both both QBs because that's how inconsistent Mitchell Trubisky is. Yeah. It's just, it, it's just that it's that bad. And, I mean, props to Nick Foles to come in, throw three touchdowns. He had... This is the worst part is he had... Two taken away. He had the the pick that I yeah. still don't know how that happened. Like I was in awe of that one. I was in awe of that interception because everything set that I've ever been taught, never heard, is that dual possession goes to offense. Yeah, yeah, it should. Uh, unless the defender initiated the catch first, but he didn't. Right. If he le- tries to latch on, no, it's not his. Yeah, he. So I think it. I I can't. Even, I can't remember if it was Allen Robinson who was, had the ball or if it was Wright that had the ball. That he caught it and then came down on the defender, and the defender put his hands around it, and then as they're going down, he rotated and stuck it to his chest, but the receiver's hands were still in it, like he still got possession of it. And then it wasn't until the end, until they hit the ground, that he yanks it away. But at that play, at that point, the play's dead. So I just don't get how they overturned it. I just don't. So, um, well, I mean, looking at the teams, I'm surprised by the, the Eagles coach. I, I'll get to my first point. In a he bit. Already, they've already the said he they're not benching uh, Carson Wentz. Wentz. Yeah, I mean, of course not. And I when you you pay that much money to anybody, they're still eating it right now. But to punt it, to not even give your guy a chance, punting it is immediately giving up the ball. Going for it, it's not like the team had enough time to get all the way down the field anyways. Yeah. So The yeah. way that they were playing, it's cowardly. Just give your guy a shot. That speaks a lot of volume of what you think of your team, mm-hmm. of your defense, of your offense, of Wentz. I mean, if I if I'm a player, I'm pissed off. I'm like, at least give us a fucking chance. Be yeah. like, go out there and do it. Even if you're like, we're gonna fuck this up. I would say, look, if you don't see it open, throw a pick. Throw a pick deep. Yeah, turn it over hope that, that way. The, yeah, hope that the corner corner or safety is dumb enough to want to pad the stat line instead of knock it down for a, a better field position. I couldn't agree more with you, but yeah, you gotta give you gotta you gotta give your team a chance. But, okay, so we've got three weeks in. Who do you think now is the biggest surprise to be 0-3? And who do you think is still the best 0-3 team? You've got the Falcons, the Vikings, the Giants. We'll we'll, uh, add the Eagles in there with their tie with the Bengals, the Broncos, the Texans, and again, the Bengals, and then the Jets. Um, The only one... That surprises me because I I had the Eagles under nine and a half wins. That was my max. 
for the season. Uh, Vikings. I did not see 0-3. I had them at like a 10 to I think we each had 11. pretty sure winning the NFC North. Yeah, a 10 to a 12th win team. I mean, I, I... I mean, we could eat our words and they could just win the rest of the season and finish 13-3. and three. And eat the words, and that's 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 the nice thing about football is that it's we're zero and three, but there's still so much football left to play that that might not matter. But yeah, that, I think that's the biggest surprise. Um, I am looking forward to seeing what the Texans can do now that they are done playing the best teams in the AFC. Yeah, what a horrible slate! But oh uh, you, you needed to come away with one win. They come away with none. Just I mean, the the one win they would have came with came away with was Pittsburgh, and it was a back and forth game, and they just they didn't they didn't get it. So, but zero and three. But I mean, if anything, I look at that, and it's only it can only get better for them because they hung in every single game for the especially the first two for like the first three quarters, and then the third game against the Steelers, it was all the way down to the end. So. I, I look forward to seeing them and how they're going to play the rest of this uh, the rest of this season out. I think their next game they play <laughs> they play the Vikings. So on paper, like if you could think about it, what if the Vikings were flipped over and this would be three and they they're playing the Chiefs, Ravens, Steelers, Vikings to start the year. I mean, I probably before the season look at this and I'm like, holy shit! Like, I still don't. I don't know if they beat <laughs> the Vikings. I don't know. The Vikings can't get out of their way right now. They seem to pick it up this week, though. But how good are the Titans? But but that's the thing. Well, Titans are three and zero. Yeah, but look at the Titans' schedule. I mean, well, everyone's talking big shit about Ravens, and I mean they're only in this game because Chiefs stopped playing hard. Well, I mean the Chiefs Chiefs have missed a field goal, a fumble, and then a turnover on downs the last three possessions, and all three possessions have been in. Uh, Ravens territory, and they're in Ravens territory again right now. Yeah, I would have been appreciative if they didn't fumble that first drive. Yeah, but whatever. So we'll see. We'll see what happens right there. But yeah, I look at this, but I also look at the Vikings and Dalvin Cook. The last two weeks seems like he's picked it back up, and Kirk Cousins as 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 well as he did play against the Titans, he still made some bad mistakes. I I haven't watched. I mean, the Dave Titans Mike had that pick six that got called back, and people forget about that. Like they were, they lost, they won a close game, but they had a pick six that was called back on them because of a stupid. And I just don't understand it. You, you've got the ball. You see, clearly see no one's going to catch this dude. Why take a cheap crack at hitting somebody? And it happened all day on Saturday too in college football. The people are on the ground. There is no need to try to lay somebody out. And it did. It cost the teams on every single occasion points. Because mm-hmm. Tennessee, at that point, didn't even score. They punted. I think there's a huge issue, say, pandemic. Uh, oh, 100, of, 100%. Of, of tackling. Because they didn't hit tackle. anybody. Yeah, I, I look at it. And no I look one's at- wrapping up. What is, what, how can you... Yesterday with Camaro, with that, that long touchdown pass, a little dump off. 
I mean, I think it's brilliant by him. It, it's kind of under undervalued, underseen. It's I mean, him slowing down to, to allow, allow his, his line. That was dude, was churning, I was like, dude. oh my god, like the level of football smarts in this guy. And then he's hurtling over the guy, and the defender tries to throw a shoulder. Yeah, that's the, he's not gonna go down. He has a loose thing, I, just, I don't understand it in this day and age. Everybody's going for the big hits, and if they don't work out, then they've turned it into a big, big game. So, yeah, just wrap up. It looks, it does. It's not flashy. You're not gonna get the oohs and ahs. You can't get up and be boisterous, but. It works. Yeah. Luke Keekly made what six, seven Pro Bowls because he tackled. Yeah, he actually that tackled. Made him such a great player. He put his hands on you, and you went down. Khalil Mack nowadays, and I can still we can still say this about him. He tackles. Yeah, he doesn't try to lay people out. He just, I mean, he's a big body boy, and you get that thing running 10, 15 miles an hour, and he hits you, but he he wraps up and he just buries you. Like, yeah. I'm going in the grave with you. So There's nothing worse when you play and you know that like a guy tries to just grab you and you can't get away. And you're like, you know, you're trying to churn and churn and he's just got a death grip. And you're like, fuck, man. Like, I yeah. wish you were just like everyone else to just try to put a hand out. Like, I wish you were afraid. To well, I forget, I forget like, what game I was watching on Sunday where the dude made a tackle because he held onto the undershirt of the player. And it was almost like a scene straight out of Little Giants. Oh, uh, that was the uh, Redskins game. Haskins, Haskins yeah. shirt. Literally, great he quality. I want to know what brand. Stretched it all the way to the grass, <laughs> tackled him, and then it popped up and it looked like it went right back into place. Yeah, I, I want that shirt. <laughs> and I think I think Dwayne is signed by Nike. He needs to that whoever made it. If it is Nike, you got to put that in that. <laughs> and put it just durable you yeah. got heat gear cold gear durable gear <laughs> oh man that was yeah i thought that was hilarious so yeah that was that was insane um but i mean overall what'd you think of the sunday night game between green bay and the saints uh I thought Green Bay let him in it too much. I thought it was going to be a shellacking. I, I had Green Bay winning. Uh, I won a lot on it. And I just, you know, give me... Drew Brees is old. They're playing at New Orleans, but without fans there, that place is, is, is not... And they're not and they're not stretching the field. Yeah, you got... Which, I mean, he, only he had he made a comment America. about that. I mean, he made a comment about that after the game where people were criticizing about not stretching the field. And he said, it's my job to make the smart decision. And he goes, lo and behold, the 52 yards short uh, pass to Kamara that went for the touchdown. That was his last check down and everything. But I also look at it as like, he, he can't do the deep, deep throw. So I'm not worried about anybody burning him because I mean, there was a couple times this year that Taysom Hill and uh, Harris have burned a couple of DBs or linebackers running streaks and he's missed them or he's checked it because he can't lead them enough to, to yeah. throw it. I mean, you just watched it tonight with Mahomes, um, where he sat there and even in duress, he just, he took the hit, but he let everything out on that Nicole Hardman pass. 
Yeah, it, it kind of does look like he has that hesitation when he's throwing mm-hmm. of if this next hit may be my last. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, like I said, he gets to play Detroit. I don't think Detroit's scared of getting beat deep. Um, Akuda's going to be traveling with Michael Thomas. And he doesn't throw it to Emmanuel Sanders. He doesn't throw it to freaking Jared Cook. It is so we'll see what going. Traycon Smith, we should be the the guy he throws it to, um, and we'll go from there. But a warrior has been really really good for us on the other side. So I'm I'm excited for our, our young D, our our young DBs and cornerbacks to go through. But uh, the big thing with the Lions, we got to get some sacks. We only have two sacks on the year. Or three uh, sacks. I think we have three sacks because I think there's one other team that has one, one fewer sack than us. We we just don't get sacks. You're talking to a Panthers fan. We <laughs> didn't have before this Sunday. We didn't even have a quarterback hit, let alone a pressure. <laughs> I mean, I like Derek Brown. Um, I like Grossmato's made a few mistakes. Uh, I like Spider. But we just, we're young. We're young. I mean, and that's what I expected out of the season. Jeremy Chin, even though he's getting rated by PFF really low, uh, I mean, he's a solid tackler. He's in on every play. I think we got uh, a good, solid core of guys. Our cornerbacks have been outstanding for the most part. Yeah. As far as what how young they are and, you know, not being like high talent and uh, out of high school or even in college. I mean, they're, they're, they're holding their own. They're young. You can't expect them, you know, to hold every quarterback down. And we played good teams. So, I mean, I don't really know what more anyone wants out of us. I was hoping for no. Oh, I can't wait till you see this touchdown. Hopefully they scored fast. Where are you at? Uh, I got it where the, the guy caught it and landed at like the two. Okay, so the next play. You're going to love this one. Um, I hope you don't have any player props for receivers or running backs catching a touchdown, though. No, I only took uh, Mahomes over two and a half. He's got it. I took Allaire, um over four catches. He has that. And I took Willie Sneed over like 24 yards receiving. He only has four. Yeah, Willie Sneed sucks. But Oh, big man touchdown. Yeah, big man. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And the best thing about a big man touchdown. Play calling has been amazing. Big man celebration. <laughs> I love the play calling in this game. Oh, Andy Reid is he's a master. He's he's made some damn good play calls this this game. I'll, I'll tell you this right now. There's eight minutes and fourteen seconds left. I bet uh Chiefs minus the the pleaser parlay. I'm going to get screwed on that miss point after try. Because <laughs> someone's going to get a touchdown here, and I think that might be it. Or, and the, it's, missed, or the missed field goal? Yeah, it's going to end up the more so the point after try. That's a gimme. 61 and a half, and it's going to land on 61. Stupid motherfucker. You know <laughs> that was funny. a plus 600, and yeah. I handed out that for free. For free. For free, guys. I do this for free. Yeah, well, if you miss it, then you lost a lot of people money for free. Uh, half a unit. I mean, I don't know what your unit size is, but I but I, then I gave you another one. That they had the Chiefs plus nine. This was to make up for it. Plus nine. And the over, which already hit, was like 48 or 49. So, hey. What I books give it. were you looking at the over was 49? 
it's a teaser. So oh, teaser okay. you is block the points down. Yeah, you, I yeah, and that's why I did. Uh, the, I was like, Chiefs aren't losing by nine. <laughs> so plus nine for the Chiefs, and I took the over, and I, I took it down six points. And I would have to say, it looks pretty damn good. Not only that, I took the Chiefs outright. I took the Chiefs plus three. <laughs> <laughs> I took uh, over 24. I, I was on Chiefs all the way. I was on Green Bay all the way. These are two good games. I, I don't know the small guys that well. Like I'm not gonna really going to bet on a lot of Browns games. But the big boys, that's who I watch every week. This is who I watch. I knew this game. I, I, I said it flat out. I put in the tweet. I said, there's no way Kansas City gets blown out. No fucking way. I couldn't add more because they limited me on the numbers, but I was going to say my reason why. Baltimore has played two really low-caliber teams and beat them. But you're supposed to. It's like the Browns. They beat up on the on the little guys and suck against anybody who's good. Yeah. And I don't believe that Lamar Jackson is that good of a quarterback as far as throwing the football. But he's a hell of a player to watch. He's dynamic. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right. Well, that being said, Tampa Bay Lightning just won the the Stanley Cup. There you go. I I they everyone had it being low scoring. So what did it end up? Was it two zero or three zero? Three nothing. Three nothing. Damn, I was gonna take the Lightning two and a half. So yeah. So the Lightning are the champs. Looking ahead towards the week, you got playoff baseball starts tomorrow. Uh, AL um, wild card series starts tomorrow. So who do you have? Who do you? Uh, who's your prediction right now for Yankees? They have the hardest road. Oh, I know they have to fucking. And you've only beat teams that suck. Twenty-two of your wins are against teams with a losing record. It doesn't matter. And then of your ten wins, I think six of them were against the Jays. The only team we have to worry about is going to be in the in the divisional round, and that's the Rays. What about you? Don't have to worry about Cleveland. I mean, Cleveland bats aren't no. that good. No, and that's the thing, and and that's the reason there is Cleveland can't score. They rely heavily on their pitching, and all we have to do is knock the pitching one game. That's it. Which is always a probability. So that uh, over under is six for that game, the first game. You think they get that? This is what Degrom is. Degrom is Degrom and Cole. Cole. So who's that's, I gotta look at, oh. I gotta look at the pitching matchup. I think it's hold on. I'm, I'll, I'll pull it up right now. Hold on one sec. Because it's Garrett Cole's pitching for the Yankees and Shane Bieber. Ooh, Bieber's done really well. Bieber's the is the AL Cy Young leader. Yeah. So over six. I don't. Hey, that's gonna be tough. This game could pro- very well be two one. Who did I say? I said Cole and who? Um, Degrom. Is Degrom Indians or is he someone else? I knew him as a Met, but I don't know. Maybe the, yeah. I think I'm just. I think I just. I don't. I don't, I don't really care about the redheaded stepchildren of New York. <laughs> the Jets, the Mets. There's yeah. a reason they rhyme. <laughs> um, they just got lazy. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> but um. I so think. yeah, so you got that over under six. I I probably would take the under in that one. Strikeouts, I'd probably take over twenty. If if that's a, if that is a bet you can do in this game, 
I think God, you look like you have never drank liquor before. It's it's because it's cold and it's through a straw and it's hitting me right in the back of the throat. <sighs> I can't take it. <laughs> Diamond upside down is a pussy. <laughs> Uh, all right, so you, you like the all right. Other than being a Yankees fan, let's not play Homer here. You you like the Yankees over the Dodgers, who have been dominant all year. I think okay. So this is how I see it. I see the Yankees winning it all, and if they don't, it's the Rays. So, so you don't give the Dodgers a chance at all. No, because the Dodgers are going to do the same thing they always do when they get the World Series: lose it. Uh, yeah. I mean, they got Kershaw, right? Kershaw's he's becoming irrelevant. I mean, he's becoming No, I know. That's what I'm saying. He's still on the team. He's, he's on the team. To... They have Mookie Betts. They have a good team. But the the thing with Kershaw is it seems like when it comes down to the big big moments in the World Series, he gets destroyed. Yeah. And I look at it and I just look at LA and I look at all the pieces they put in place and everything just keeps on coming down that when I look at it the potential matchups in the World Series, because um, I really do think it's Yankees or the Rays because they have to go through each other, and I think the winner of that series, barring some miraculous way that they don't make it through the wild card either team, um, it's one of those things that the winner from that series will win the AL East or will uh, sorry will win the AL and then they'll win the World Series because they've played the better teams. So those are your two. The Rays and Rays and Yankees. Like I said, if it's not the Yan- Yankees, one Rays two, and that's only because if the Yankees don't win, it's because they got knocked out by the Rays. So, do you think the Dodgers even make the World Series? Yes. Okay. I don't like the NL. I, the NL to me is a joke that's this year. Cakewalk. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think they were my, heavily favored. To, my to yeah. underdog, who I want to see do well both teams come from the nl the san diego padres and the miami marlins and i'll give you two different reasons why and why i think this and why i think this it is it's it's so important is san diego is where manny machado went and it's the infamous words where they were playing the dodgers i think Last year, I want to say it was. Mm-hmm. And he literally turned mm-hmm. around to a fan and said, I bet you we win a World Series before you do. <laughs> and when he said it, everybody was laughing their ass off. And now San Diego is the four seed. Slam they, Diego. D- dude, Slam it's Diego. unbelievable. They're in the same division or on the same, same side of the bracket as LA. So they could very well meet in the division series. And I think LA that will probably be their biggest their biggest contender, and it's because San Diego can keep up with them in scoring runs. I and then I look at the Marlins, and I'm just happy because thanks to the expanded playoffs, they're in. But also how far they've come in the two years, three years that Jeter has been there, going from basement and unloading all your talent to being basement again but building up your 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 core and your younger guys to this year winning record playoffs 
And I'm just, those are my underdogs and I want them to do so well. But I definitely see Tampa Bay and the Yankees coming through. So this is this is my first round here. This is what I go. I have Tampa Bay get, advancing in the AL, Yankees advancing, Twins advancing, and the A's advancing. If you would have talked to me two weeks ago, I probably would have had the White Sox. But I don't think I've ever seen a collapse like the White Sox in the last week and a half going from the one seed to the seven seed. They went from being the best team in the AL and in their division to being the best team in their division, to being the second best team in their division, to being, holy crap, we're holding on to make the playoffs. Yeah. But not really. I mean, the only team that doesn't belong in the playoffs is the Astros. Um, and they're they're just lucky we didn't take that we're taking the top two from the divisions. Cause they suck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I love the stat about like the C I mean, it's only been sixty games, but that hitting numbers much lower. Oh, dude. And I think I Was think they, were they all below the Mendoza line? Open open the investigation back up because it's one of those things. They were trash this year with hitting since this was all come out. And they uh, out of nowhere started hitting when it all started. Like they because they were they were nowhere to be found. They weren't contenders or anything. And then out of nowhere, they just get all these these four and five guys that just are lighting everybody up that are supposed to be homegrown. So, I mean, pitching made them look bad. And I, I there's a stark reminder. They better hope they do not play the Yankees in the ALCS. And if they somehow made the World Series, the Dodgers. Those two teams have red on their mind when it comes to Houston. And I guarantee you, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guarantee you, you will see fireworks flare. And I guarantee you, Joe Kelly wants another shot at fucking Houston. Oh, I would love it. I would love it. Now, are they, uh, are the series uh, shortened or are they the same? So this first one, so the wild card series, uh, in years past, the wild card's always been a one game, one game shootout. And then it goes to the ALDS where everything else is, um, I think best of seven. This year with the NL wild card, it's a best of three. So it's a three game series. First one to two wins. So it could be over real, real quick for you in the postseason. So, and then I believe after that, the ALDS, the ALCS, and World Series are all uh, seven game series. Okay. Um, well, uh, I don't know if I want to do another. We didn't do one for NBA. But my team is one that made it anyways. Well, I don't know. I, I kind of was going to probably choose Miami. I want Miami. That's the thing. is, There's nothing we can really do for NBA because we both want Miami to win. We both hate the Lakers. Well, I don't hate the Lakers. I hate LeBron. Yeah. LeBron is a bitch. It sucks. It absolutely sucks because the year of Kobe Bryant passing away tragically, I want – I would love for the Laker organization to – take that year and make it go from a tragedy to just unbelievable. But LeBron will make it about LeBron. Exactly. He sat there and he did it with Black Lives Matter with not representing anything on his jersey. And I just couldn't believe it. That was sponsors. Unbelievable. But it, it's it, it's not solely sponsors because he has so much influence. So much influence. And it's... Jordan didn't do it either. A lot of big 
black athletes or it doesn't have to be black. I'm just saying like in this instance, it's a black cause that they're trying to do. They didn't take it up. Jordan didn't do it with the all the L.A. riots and things like that. Um, you know, it's there's a lot of sometimes players just don't want to talk about it. And maybe they are for the cause. And he has spoken out and been about the cause, but he doesn't put a name on it. He's been vocal, vocal about this. And then he took to Twitter and was vocal about it during that time too. And it was literally a free thing. And if it is sponsor-related, your sponsors are fucking idiots because they're allowing everybody else to do so. You're the biggest person of their brand, and you're not behind the cause. I mean, I, I agree, but I but him myself, doing so. Half the Lakers don't have fucking messages on their shirts I, because it's it's kind of just a it's kind of just a pandering thing. It really didn't mean shit. It's not going to change anything just by putting names on. So I, as much as it was like, oh, okay, LeBron, you're well, going to speak out this much and not do anything. Same point. I'm like, it wasn't going to do anything. So I don't blame him for choosing not to do it. But that's the thing is it's it's not like they'd have to have one message. They can change their message every game and every jersey. Yeah, well, I mean, from a set list. But that's fine. You can sit there and make a point and go through everything that's going through. So I just, I, it's beyond me. And then the second one was him complaining about the MVP voting. I'm sorry. He's just. You, you, you finished second in the MVP voting. You are on a loaded team. A loaded team. Giannis is him by himself. I would respect him more if he didn't cry about every foul and flop so much. Oh, don't it's, even get Denver got the shit end of the stick of the of, of refereeing in in the in the finals, man. I can't tell you how many times LeBron smacked the fuck out of somebody's hand or arm and it wasn't called, and then he gets a pinky touched on him and he's everywhere yeah. and then because it's if LeBron, just, it has to be a foul yeah if you just played more manly i would respect him more i'd be like you know what i don't like you because i mean you're not a winner you lose 33 percent of the time but i would be like you know what he's he's a tough great player and, I, and what really makes me hate it is anytime he makes like one good play espn is automatically sucking his dick with highlights all over social mm-hmm. media look at this block i'm like they're losing by 35 fucking points oh yeah or look at this jam <laughs> look at this dunk that he has oh let's not take a look at the dunk like the amount of times people reject him now is unbelievable and they're like oh it's because he's getting older or something like that yeah or he'll cry foul and you're like no dude someone yeah. just made a good play I forget on get the young kid on denver that played such good defense on him in game five that he went up and saw that he was going to get rejected and just let it go and took the freaking shot clock violation. Uh, yeah, I couldn't tell you enough about that team. All I know is ball ball. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so maybe, is Jokic? Jokic? No, it no, wasn't the Joker. Joker. No, it, it was, it was a young, young kid. I can't, I just can't remember his name. Um, but so, yeah, so we've got that one. NBA, yeah, like I said, I'm going to be watching the finals just so I can hopefully watch LeBron lose. Yeah, I want Jim, I want I want Butler to win. I just like his mentality. I like every—dude, I, I, I wanted the mentality of the whole Heat organization right now. Yeah, Adebayo is, is doing great. Oh, my there. God. Uh, Hero, Hero is—Hero's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. He's—his girl— this girl's bad. I mean, good for him. He's 
Definitely. He's 20. Not like he's a 20 white guy. He is 20. So I'm assuming his girl's probably 20. Whoa. Whoa, godly. No, I mean, I'm talking about in reference to him and his capabilities and his age and everything. That's what I'm saying. Like, good job for him. I, I don't I, I don't understand. If they're over 18, it's fine. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Not really. But, no, I mean, for him, you could say, like, dude, you did well. I, he's not a bad-looking guy either, but he definitely, like, got better than what he looks. Yeah, see, yeah. which is the goal, right? You either get smarter than you, more financially stable than you, or hotter than you. And you're gonna get all three, most likely. <laughs> I uh, smarter? Yes. I hope so, because I can't stand talking to stupid bitches. I don't mean to call and my bitches. I mean, but, but it's also one of those things. Possible. You, you are going to need to have somebody that follows sports, because if they don't. You're gonna get bored. Yeah, and they're if they need to not bitch about me gambling. I uh I I told my dad how much I've made the last month, and he was like, "Okay, just don't lose it." <laughs> yeah, that I mean that's that's the, that's the only advice you can get is if somebody's running a hot, you just don't just don't lose it. Don't be stupid. Yeah, I was like, Dad, I've I've multiplied it by six, and he's like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah." I was like, I'm trying to pay off my student loans. So he's like, sounds good. <laughs> he's like, you don't have a job. So, oh, well. <laughs> so you got that one. Um, other things real quick. I mean, Earl Thomas most likely is going to sign with the Texans. I think he should have gone somewhere else. Where else can it go? He should have gone like Raiders, Dallas, somewhere that needs him. Dallas didn't want to pay impact. him money. Yeah, he's just going Dallas to chose not to pay him the money, and he only made them look like a genius by fucking up in Baltimore. Well, I mean, you know, he just—I think he just wants some money and uh, a good. I mean, Houston has attractive women that him and his brother can both fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he's just—you know—they got to get it in. <laughs> That's that is so weird. But I mean, all right. So let's go off topic for a little bit. Tag if team. you if you do do a tag team, is that the non weirdest person to do it with is your brother. Fuck I mean, you've no. seen him nude. Fuck like no. growing up, you've probably seen your brother nude. But that's the thing you saw at growing up. Well, I mean, wouldn't that be the weirdest dick to see when you're an adult? 100. I mean, the the non weirdest dick. No, it would like, be I've the seen weirdest. That. We just can't talk weird. about it. No, <laughs> I'm sh- like I'm sharing shit with my no. Nope. But the only I say it's fine, nope. not that I would do it. No, nope. but you just can't marry that girl. Nope, 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 nope. I, all right. So other than that, maybe the non weirdest. I'd rather have a complete fucking stranger or a, a a person that turns into that role for you. That like, hey, you're my go to person to tag team this girl with. <laughs> you have a buddy you call. <laughs> you, what do you, what do you save him in as your contacts? <laughs> <laughs> Devils. No, tag team champ. <laughs> you got an intro. You got a fog machine. You're like oh. setting it up. The girl doesn't even know what's going on. Oh, hell yeah. When, it, no, it's one of those things. When he's on his way and he calls me, I play the music so that way I know he's on his way. <laughs> Girl, Bruce Buffer. 
Hey, Max, <laughs> can you just... Ah, girl's like, what the fuck? Just <laughs> like sign up for Kicks down the door. I'm here. I was going to ask for like a, 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 a ranking, but apparently it goes for you. Not even the stranger that comes first. It's a strange. It goes stranger that can turn into tag team partner. Number one. Stranger. Number two. Friend. Number three. And lastly. Family member. A family member. <laughs> for your threesome possibilities. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm there with you on the tag team thing, but I think the rest of the order is fine. <laughs> I don't know if I want a buddy. <laughs> like, I mean, what do you do? Like, you go, you start, you know, obviously you're starting with the stranger first, and then you go, hey, that was a great performance in there. You want to you wanna coordinate this thing with some smoke <laughs> and some music and hit this up every weekend? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, all right. So you pick the girl this weekend. I'll land her. Let's go. All right. Flip it. I'll pick the girl. You land her. And then we just rotate my place, <laughs> your place, her place on the third occasion, I guess. Uh, uh, you you could tag me in. Ref won't even notice. <laughs> yo, I'll distract. Dude, yo, dude, hit this. <laughs> <laughs> she all wouldn't right. know what happened. Something I, I learned about you. All right. <laughs> uh, I think we're gonna end on that note because I don't know how we follow up. Yeah, no, that that's that's it. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna stop this one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Back in that ass. Yeah. Summertime in the city, and everybody's having sex. Have a cutie to call Who loves the way I knock on her boots Well it's time to Mac Let's handle that In two to six hours We'll be back then regroup Now let's shoot Roll up to her crib With some Bartles and James Up off the bus with the Alize Now hold up player What you diggity doing here I should diggity ask you the same Then she say Hey boys I want you both I hope that you think that's cool The same word I know most guys want freak together But she forgot about the golden rope